Welcome to Catch the Fire's Family Life Podcast. We are a family that encounters God's transforming presence and extends the kingdom. Each week we get into what God is doing among us, what he is saying through his word, and why we should be excited about where he's leading us. For more information about Catch the Fire and giving to support this ministry, check out our website and our Church Suite app. Hello, welcome to the second of our resourcing podcasts. Part two. Part two. Of resourcing with Alistair Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, why not? We have Philly, we have Kate, as I'm sure you've all worked out, and we have me, Alistair. So the last one we did about music, and inevitably <clears throat> it's could have just gone on because we just keep talking about music is there anything anything that that came up from the last one as you were snowballing kate that you didn't mention about music that you would like to throw in at the start of this one uh <laughs> i'm on to books now oh you're on to books well that's well, okay this is about books isn't this it? is about this books is yeah about well i was just giving you an opportunity oh, to thanks man you're right <laughs> so we uh we want to chat about some books that maybe uh, you haven't heard of or haven't read or maybe some ones that you have heard about that uh, you're wondering whether you should get into because it's really important to be growing personally and uh, books are still a good way of doing that. So I thought we'd throw out. So we've got, as I say, got Philly and Kate here. Philly, I know that you are, uh, you read a lot, you write a lot as well and you make a, uh, you, you're pretty disciplined in making sure that you're still receiving and growing and inputting. What what kind of books have you read this last year that you would recommend? I've actually not read a lot of books, but I've read the same books on repeat Ooh. for a lot of the year. I have a lot more books I want to read. I've started reading a lot more. This is my curveball top tip. So I've started doing audiobooks. <laughs> mm. So the last month, I've literally listened to so many books on an app called Scribed, which is S-C-R-I-B-D. And they have loads of Christian books on there, like Andrew Murray books, Chris Fallerton books, mm. as well as like novels and things. So I'm now listening to way more books as of the last month. But mm. for the rest of the year, actual paper books that I've really been impacted by and read over and over. The first one would be Andrew Murray Humility, mm. which is teeny, teeny, tiny book. So literally you can read it in like a really short amount of time. Um, but it's a classic and I got some book recommendations at the beginning of the year and I've been working my way through them and that was one of them and it's a really good book to just remind you that really I think in our charismatic world we can be very self-focused like I'm a son Mm. I've got an amazing father and it's completely true and that is the gospel but also we're called to be laid down servants and this book is all about that and it's just Mm. a reminder actually the best success in my life is when I go low and lay my life down Mm. and so even just the first couple of pages of that book had me weeping Mm. and repenting for places where I just put myself above being laid down for the Lord so that's a book that I come back to because it centers me on him Mm. another one that's probably a big curveball for most people listening to this is a book by a really amazing nun called Basilea Schlink Um, you spell that S-C-H-L-I-N-K Basilea is spelled B-A-S-I-L-E-A Basilea Schlink 
and she wrote a book called My All For Him which Eric Gilmore oh. recommended at the beginning mm. of the year and literally I've never it's it's like my top two favourite books of all time is this book and Brother Lawrence The Practice of the Presence of God mm. and they're quite similar in the fact that I read them and they cause my heart to burn for Christ and this book I genuinely often will read a chapter forget the words that I've written but I find my heart burning with love for him while I read it mm. so I've carried it I've lost like three copies of this book this week because <laughs> I carry it everywhere with me and I get it out on planes on like in coffee shops all over and I just keep losing them or giving them away because I can't get enough of just rereading it and it's I'm not saying it's perfect theology but she's an amazing nun that just was deeply in love with the Lord and so there's some you can feel the love just jumping mm. off the pages. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's a devotional book rather than a teaching book, but I carry it almost alongside my Bible <laughs> to, to remind me, burn with love before anything else. Mm. And wow. I can hurry, go, wow. go, and then, and then read the word. That, that's been my year in books. Wow. So, so. say the, the two titles again. So Basilea Schlink, My All for Him. Yeah. Andrew Murray, Humility. And Basilea also wrote another amazing one, which is also really small, called Repentance, the Joy-Filled Life, hmm. which is another same theme of those two little book, which I also really recommend. Hmm. So those are my top ones. They look great. And oh. then there's one I'm about to read that I'm really excited about. I've wanted to read for six months, which is completely different, which is called, it, it's called, it came out in 2019, and it's blue cover, and it's called Equal by Katia Adams. And it is a really really good theological conversational dissection of the theology of women in ministry hmm. and leadership yeah. so i've just got that for christmas and i'm really excited wow. to read it so Come that's on. my next one Come on. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I've had that recommended to me, so I feel like i can recommend it because of the yeah, people yeah. that i know that have read it. But legit people say it's yeah. good. Nice. The my all for him, I think Hannah borrowed from you. Yeah. And I so Matt and I were staying at their house. <laughs> Um, and I started reading, it was on their bedside table and I just picked it up and I was just like, <laughs> like it was so good. I was like, this book, I think it's I was messaging you about it yeah. and you were like, that's my book. Yeah. <laughs> it was Hannah read from it when she did that message where everyone ended up just weeping. Yes. Mm. She read a quote from that book as part of it. It's, I haven't gotten it because... I've got a lot of other books that I was like, I should just finish these before I start something new. But I can't wait to get that book because it's what you said. I was I started to read it and I just started to burn. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. That and I've um, started reading Waiting on God, which is another Andrew Murray. Um, and it's just the way he talks about salvation. It's just amazing like waiting on God for our salvation in any moment. Like we've our salvation, yeah, we have as believers, but like seeing, seeing the fruit of that in each moment, seeing the fruit of our relationship with him and him being Lord of our lives in each moment. And just the way he words stuff. And I have, I'm just in the beginning of it. And it's just, I'm just sat there. Like, I just want to sit with the Lord and do nothing and just, be with him yeah. it's really it's really amazing um yeah come on yeah i think sometimes i i uh i can get caught up in the fantasy that 
I read books like 24 seven and I'm like, I want to buy this one and I want to buy this one. And they look so good on my bookshelf. <laughs> and then I think because I bought it, that I've read it or that I understand it. Or yes, that I'm living in I it, did the same thing. Know? And it, and it's kind of like, <laughs> carried them around for a while, put them next to me in the coffee shop and not actually read them. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's, it, it's almost, I was thinking this morning, um, I was writing a little list of things that I want to try and lean in the direction of next year, not so much resolutions, or this year, I should say, 2020. Um, and one of them was uh, not assume because I know about a revelation that I'm living in the revelation. Mm. Um, and yeah. there's a bunch of things, um, you know, you sit in here, Bill Johnson, share an amazing one-liner that unlocks a whole load of stuff in your mind, but I'm not... I don't know if I'm inhabiting that amazing one-liner yet. I just know of it, mm-hmm. you know? And I think sometimes I'm a little bit similar with a book, you know, I'll get it. Oh yeah, I've got the, the latest book that everybody's reading. Therefore I am somehow imbibed with its anointing because I own it, you know, like, yeah. no, I've got to read it. I've actually got to get into these things. <clears throat> um, so I, I, I think that's, uh, it's one thing clicking buy on Amazon. It's another thing giving the time to listen to someone's life story, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think for me, the, the, I, I tend to, um, I tend to bounce from top from, I like bouncing from extreme to extreme when I'm reading. So if I read something that's very personal and testimonial, then I want to read something that's sort of supernatural and devotional next, you know, I don't kind of like to follow one book with a similar topic or theme, you know? So, um, one book that um, one book that I'm reading right now is actually Joshua Mills' book on angels. Oh yeah, um, which he, which honestly, 100% when I ordered it, I kind of ordered it so quickly um, that I almost didn't let myself catch up on the fact that I was ordering it because it's not the kind of book that I would. Um, kind of uh, go out of my way to, to order because I like to read things that help me understand the nature of what it means to be a human and created by God and you know I, I, I like that kind of topic so um, it's but it's been so good for me because it, I'm not a critic it feels like almost every chapter is the same as the last chapter before it but every chapter is full of testimonies of we were here and this angel did this thing. We were there and this angel did this thing. I got woken up in the middle of the night and this angel said this stuff to me. And kind of almost every chapter is, is sort of almost uh, uh, interchangeable with the one that came before it. But I've been praying and asking for God to send angels to minister to me to, you know, oh, Lord, look after my wife and send an angel to look after her. And I've been looking back over my life and thinking, well, I've, I've always, just, you know, every good blessing that I've had is from God. But I haven't perhaps thought, oh, maybe that was the angelic coming from God to help me mm-hmm. rather than maybe I'm just sort of uh, assuming, oh, that was the father in that moment. It was like, well, actually, you know, the father could have rocked up to Mary and said, you're going to have a baby but he sent an angel to do it. So clearly he does use these these messengers. And so it's really kind of opened my, my mind in an area that I didn't expect to have my mind open. So so that's a really good one. Check that one out. Um, the other one that, I've, uh, that I thought I'd mention was um, a book that I actually get lent to somebody at church the other day that was called The Cure. Um, and it's, um, it's, it's built on a very simple premise that... Um, uh, that I, sh- I showed a video of, uh, I don't know, in a preach like six months ago or something. And it was a, a guy talking and saying, you walk down a road and you come to a crossroads and there's a sign pointing left and a sign pointing right. And one of the signs says, uh, trusting God. And the other says, pleasing God. 
and you've got to pick a direction to go. And it's, it's the whole book is discussing all of the things that we do that we believe are pleasing God or we're trying to please God in every way that we put effort in and every way that sometimes we view just trusting God as sort of not really giving us a lot to do um, and too passive. Um, and it just kind of talks goes through the the inevitable pitfalls and potholes and failures that you will experience if your whole life is built towards trying to make God pleased with you mm. um, and not in a not in a, in the true version of that but just I just don't want him to be mad at me I just don't want him to be disappointed that I'm not taking advantage of all the gifts and all the opportunities and all the favors are you know all of those kind of things and it just comes back to actually the simple simple premise that like when you trust him and you just step into grace, you step into life. Um, mm. And it, it, it's the, the only thing it requires of us is trust um, mm. and not all this performance <clears throat> that we get caught up in. So yeah. I really recommend that, um, that book, The, the Cure. That's been, really, that's been really good for me. Um, and uh, yeah, there's another one, Leading with a Limp, that I've been reading that's uh, just kind of very permissive, giving a lot of permission for leaders to not be perfect and that's kind of summing it up in a it's kind of leading from your weaknesses and being okay with being um with you know having a gammy leg you know (laughs) as a leader um which which always makes me think of the thing that that john arnott said to duncan when he joined the team all those years ago and he said that i i can't i can't trust a leader who doesn't have a limp um, he like said that kind of to duncan and i remember that really standing out to me of like oh man if you're if you're if what you're projecting is just perfection the whole time like i don't know if i can i don't know if i can trust that like i need to know that you're just as flawed and is as needing in grace as i am even if you're preaching to thousands of people you know Mm -hmm. so yeah those are my ones any any extra ones anyone want to throw one before we wrap it up started reading the ruthless elimination of hurry by there's another one by john mark comer he also wrote Garden City, yeah. which I want to get the book off. Matt listened to the audiobook and said it was amazing. I know Abby's been reading yeah. it. Um, and yeah, just it's really interesting how he talks about hurry being basically the one thing that holds us back in our relationship with God and with people. Um, <clears throat> because if we just slow down, and these aren't his words, but what I've taken from it, if we just slow down, we'll actually get to the root of issues. We'll actually have the meaningful conversations. Mm. We won't have to be just putting out fires all the time because we'll actually take the time to Mm. do what's necessary rather than shortcutting and then having to clean it up later. You know Mm. what I mean? And I feel like I do that a lot. And I'm like, I I need to just take the time to have the conversation with this person. I need to take the time to, and, you know, and, and kind of going back, um, I haven't read it yet, but we want, I want to get that. Um, but Garden City about Sabbath. Sabbath. And so Matt and I have been talking a lot about taking Sabbath and what mm-hmm. does that even look like in this day and age? And like Sunday for us, I'm not technically employed for a Sunday, but it's not quite a Sabbath. So, yeah. and and Saturday is the only other day because that works full time during the week. And like, when when do we even do that? You know, yeah. if we both worked for the church, then we could both probably have the same day off, but we don't. Um, or if we both worked full, t- you know, I just so I think 
I think, um, especially our generation needs to just reevaluate how, how we live. Um, and I think these books are really exciting for that. Just, just as not as like, it's not very prescriptive in terms of do this and do this, but it talks about the value behind things, which we often in Catch the Fire talk about values and boundaries and like, you know, if this is your boundary then what's the value behind it, why do you, you know, why do you have this? And you can break a boundary without breaking the value kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I'm just really inspired and I'm excited to continue reading the book <laughs> um, I think that's I think that's something about our generation now is that um, there's been a lot of how-tos there's been a lot of 10 ways to increase your you know spirituality or 10 ways to have a more joy-filled life or what we, we've had we've gone through years of books and teachings leaning in that direction and it doesn't it doesn't work for everybody. Uh, you can't have necessarily a prescriptive system, but having a value mm. um, is kind of like the like Philly. You're talking about the intimacy. Like what intimacy with Jesus looks like for you might be very different for me. Mm-hmm. But if we both have the same value of intimacy with Jesus, then then we're both going to encounter Him. But if the if the goal is we all need to encounter Jesus like Philly does, yeah. and these are the five steps that Philly takes, then there's only going to be a small portion of people who are going to get on board with those and. Um, I think uh, I think the value having a strong value um, for how you manage yourself and how you approach your relationship with God trumps uh, process strategy or structure anytime mm-hmm. I think because all of those things are meant to feed into the value not replace the value um, and uh, yeah and like you say with Sabbath and rest you know it always makes me think of a quote I heard someone say about um, beware the barrenness of a busy life yeah. And it always just rings through my head every now and then of just like, just because I've got a lot of, my diary is lit up like a Christmas tree. It doesn't mean that I am important, being successful or effective yeah. or happy. Yeah. Because yeah. all this stuff. Well, I actually stopped reading books halfway through this year that were about anything that I did and productivity because I actually instinctively love them. I love self-growth and self-improvement. But the Lord said to me, put down all those books and just focus on my face. And that's when I mm. picked up so the Jesus book by Michael Koulianos, mm. my all for him and those, because I realized I needed to bring myself away yeah. from stuff that made me feel like I had to do more to be yeah. more successful because yeah. it wasn't becoming healthy for me mm. in that season. Wow. Can you pray into that as we close, Ellie? Yeah. I think that's a really good well, place to And one extra top tip, the Scribed app for Audible books. You can get a 30-day free trial. It's like Netflix nice. for audiobooks. Oh, nice. come on. So where Audible, you pay a certain amount per book, I think. Yeah. Um, ben Jackson recommended it to me. Cool. And it's like so a good it's little like Netflix. For, you just it's like Netflix, so you can just you listen to whatever you want from the app ah. for a certain amount per month. But you get a 30 day free trial, so you can try it out for free and just like see if you like it. So that's my. That's cool. It's perfect if if sitting and reading is difficult for you or you don't. Or if you commute a lot. You commute a lot, yeah. Or you're an audio learner. It's it's not a second class way of reading a book. No. Definitely not. Come on. Especially Narnia. That's what I've been doing. (laughs) It's really, really good to listen to. Narnia books. Oh, cool. Anyways, I would love to pray. (laughs) Bang, ring. Father, I thank you for a new year and I thank you that your expectations for each of us are so individual but you love us all the same and you love us so much. So I thank you for a new year. I thank you for goals and dreams and hopes but I thank you that above everything else 
the priority of our lives is to fall in love with you mm -hmm. and be loved by you. And so even as we look at books and things we can do and have plans and goals, we just ask that you would do whatever you need to do for each of us to remind us to stay grounded and focused on your presence and your heart first. And so even while we listen to this and while we pray right now, we just give you our yes from our hearts, not just our heads, that we want to fall more in love with you with everything we do this year. Yeah. Mm. Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. 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 Cool. Thanks, everyone.